hello friends and welcome back to Girl on Fire, the financial independence podcast for independent women. My name is Priya. I'm a chartered accountant and analyst and the creator of Paper Money Co. I'm also a fierce financial feminist and the host of this podcast. I believe that a woman who is in control of her money is in control of her life. On this week's episode, we're talking about how you can take care of yourself and prioritize your wellness on any budget. Now, this is an important topic to me. I've been focusing a lot on my overall health and happiness and well-being this year, and I've invested in different areas of my wellness. But I also really want to make it clear that looking after yourself doesn't have to be a luxury. Yes, there are things that are out of reach financially for all of us, but you can still make a huge difference and make progress on your wellness goals with the budget you currently have. I know that a lot of Girl on Fire listeners have the perception that self-care costs money you don't have or money that you could be investing towards your early retirement. But your greatest wealth is your health, your physical and mental health. Take it from someone with an incurable heart condition and a lifelong battle with depression and anxiety, no amount of money in the bank is worth a shorter life. And just because we're not all billionaires, it doesn't mean we can't take care of ourselves. So that's what we're talking about today. You know, I'm all about taking control of your life, but I also want you to be healthy enough to enjoy the life you're trying to create. I want to be healthy enough to enjoy the life I'm trying to create for myself too, which is why I've partnered with Creekside Press to bring you this episode. As I said, I've really been focusing on my wellness this year and one of the best tools I've found to help me on my journey is the Daily Wellness Planner by Creekside Press. As someone who's struggled with a chronic heart condition, depression and anxiety for many years, I feel like I rarely have control over my mind and my body. And this year, I decided it was time to take control of my wellness by taking control of what I can influence. And that's where the Daily Wellness Planner comes in. It's a stunning 16-week undated planner with literally everything you need to take care of yourself. This planner isn't just about the to-do list that never ends. It's a place where you can meal plan, track your fitness and your mood, build morning and bedtime routines, plan your goals, monitor your symptoms and medications. It's also got these amazing cognitive behavior therapy worksheets to help you through what's going on in your life and in your mind. I've been using my daily wellness planner for a few weeks now, and it's really making a difference. I've always had trouble finding a balance with my wellness goals. If I focus on getting more sleep, then I spend less time reading. If I focus on getting more exercise, then I spend less time crafting. But with the Daily Wellness Planner, I get a holistic picture of all areas of my wellness so I know where to focus my energy. That's because the Daily Wellness Planner focuses on eight different dimensions of your overall wellness all at once. I finally feel like I'm taking back control of my wellness and getting to live the life I want. And if you're ready to live a life of intention and well-being, then I've got something special for you. I've partnered with Creekside Press to offer Girl on Fire listeners 10% off when you enter the code Girl on Fire at checkout. 
you also get free US shipping on orders over $100. I'll leave a link to this incredible planner in the show notes. Check it out. You can actually see what kinds of layouts are included in this planner, and you can also pick up a few accessories like post-it notes and bookmarks. This planner is honestly the most unique and well-thought-out wellness planner I have ever come across. So this episode is structured around those eight dimensions. I'm going to share ways you can work on your wellness in each of those areas at a low budget option, a mid range budget option, and a high budget option. It'll actually be split over two episodes, so I don't have to sit here for an hour talking to myself. That's actually physically very difficult for me to do with a chronic heart condition. So this week is part one and we'll do part two in a fortnight. Before we jump in though, I do just want to acknowledge that sometimes you just can't work on your wellness and get better. Believe me, I know. When you're stuck with a rare and incurable condition like I am, you just have to learn to live with it and manage the symptoms. This isn't about being 100% healthy in all ways because that's not possible for a lot of us. It's about controlling or influencing the few things that are in your control so that you can live the best life possible. So first up is physical wellness. Physical wellness is what we usually think of when we're talking about being healthy. It's things like nourishing your body with good food, getting some exercise, staying hydrated and sleeping well. So physical wellness encompasses a lot of different aspects. So I have a lot of tips to share. For all the other dimensions of wellness, the list will be a little bit smaller. So here are some ways you can look after your physical wellness when you're on a low budget. Go for a run or a walk outside with a friend. Use free workout videos on YouTube for an at-home aerobics or Zumba class. Keep a glass or bottle of water on your desk or in your bag at all times. Set an alarm on your phone as a reminder that it's time to turn off Netflix and go to bed. Do some Googling and find some healthy recipes to try. Next up, we have some mid-range budget options. Invest in a set of weights or basic exercise equipment for your home. It's an upfront investment, but it's cheaper than years of expensive gym memberships. You don't have to go totally crazy here. I spent under $400 on a simple fold-away treadmill, and I absolutely love it. I do an hour on the treadmill every morning, and it's more than paid for itself. I'm taking control of my health and getting some exercise, and it was absolutely worth the cost for me. Or you could try a gym or class membership where you're only paying for classes you attend or you get the benefit of trying classes in multiple places like ClassPass. Try investing in blackout curtains for your bedroom. It's easier to sleep in the dark. You could also take some supplements to make sure you're getting your vitamins and looking after your general health. And for some high-budget options, hire a personal trainer to keep you exercising consistently. Maybe sign up for a meal delivery service that has options for different dietary requirements like vegan or low calorie. You can even get those bougie water bottles with LED lights that flash when it's time for you to take a drink. Moving on, emotional wellness is about how you cope with stress and your mental health. 
For a low-budget option, journaling is a great choice. All you need is a notebook and a pen, or you can even use the Notes app on your phone if you wanted, or a free journaling app. I think a lot of people get stuck with journaling because they don't know what to write, or they think it needs to be pretty. Well, it doesn't need to be pretty. You can absolutely make it pretty if you want to. I certainly do. Expressing your creativity is a great way to care for your emotional and mental health, but it's not required. And as for what to write, just write whatever pops into your head. Don't worry about what your writing looks like. No one else ever needs to see this. Just get it out of your head and onto the page. Journaling in this way really helps you start to process your emotions and gives you a safe space to work through your emotions. For a mid-budget option, try getting therapy. A great option is BetterHelp, which is an online service almost like a membership. You pay a certain amount per month and you get all of the therapy you can handle. I've used it myself to deal with some of the things going on in my life that really weigh me down. I love that it's so accessible. I can do it at home, which removes some of those barriers or excuses I used to avoid the hard emotional work. It's actually why I partnered up with BetterHelp to give Girl on Fire listeners a discount on your first month. I wholeheartedly believe in the power of therapy, but I also wholeheartedly believe that it's something that should be available and accessible to everyone. You could also download a meditation app and try meditation. I suck at meditating, but it works for a lot of people. I also recommend that at least once a week, just do something for yourself. Don't put yourself last. We as women have a tendency to do that. We put ourselves last, not just after our families, but after our communities and our jobs too. And for at least a few hours a week, I want you to put yourself first. Watch cartoons in the morning because you want to. Sleep in a little. Treat yourself to something on your wish list. Dance around the kitchen while you're making dinner. And for a high-budget option, you could try traditional therapy, especially in some sort of retreat. You're away from your normal routine and spending a certain amount of time working intensively on yourself. Next up, intellectual wellness is about learning new skills and expanding your horizons and worldview. But it's also about flexing your cognitive functions, which is super important as we get older. I have a few great low-budget options for this one, all of which I've used myself. If you're looking for something new to learn, Google it. There are millions of tutorial videos on all sorts of stuff all over YouTube, and it's all entirely free. Learn to paint or learn calligraphy or learn to sew or whittle wood or build a shed in your backyard, whatever. Another great free resource is the Crash Course channel on YouTube. I first discovered them way back in university. There were tons of videos on all sorts of topics from the sciences, literature, history, which is my favorite, geography, mythology, and all of that knowledge is totally free and waiting for you. For a mid-range option, you could try something like Skillshare where you pay a membership fee and get access to tons of classes that teach a skill. And for a high-budget option, try Masterclass or take a quick course at a local college or even online. You could also try specific classes like cake decorating classes or a horse riding class. Whatever works for you, you do you. On to social wellness. This is about having healthy, positive relationships and a sense of belonging in your communities. No matter what budget level you're on, do an audit of your life. Get a pair of scissors 
and cut the toxic people out. But if you're on a low to mid-range budget, try engaging in online communities to help you find your people. If you love journaling and notebooks and stickers like me, find those people on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram and hang out with them. There are also things like Bumble, which, yes, is a dating app, but you can also use to find friends in your area that have similar interests. Or join a book club. I love book club. For the people you already have in your life, make a plan to spend quality time together. Even if it's just going for a drive and listening to potties, that's what my husband and I do. There are also a lot of books that can be a great resource here, like The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman or The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work by John Gottman. My husband and I read that one together last year. This is probably my number one piece of advice for romantic relationships and marriages. You don't have to wait until your marriage is on the rocks to care for it. Books like this help you communicate with each other better, which is a cornerstone of any thriving relationship. So don't wait until things are really bad before you start paying attention. If you're on a high budget, try joining a local social club where you can gather and meet new people and share experiences together. Or plan a weekend getaway for your closest friends or your entire family. You can also try things like couples or family therapy. And that's all I have for you girls on fire today. My challenge for you this week is to think of some ways you can prioritize your health and well-being and your mental health without blowing your budget. How can you integrate taking care of yourself with your financial goals? On the next episode, we're talking about the remaining four areas of wellness and how you can incorporate those into your budget. It's going to be a really interesting episode, so you're definitely not going to want to miss it. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast at papermoneyco.com forward slash podcast review. It really helps me figure out whether you're enjoying this content and learning from it. Reviews help me improve my content so that the episodes get better and better and they help other women out in the internet wilderness come and find us as well. It's also a great way to support this show. It's totally free and I love reading your reviews. As always, if you enjoyed this episode or found it interesting, then spread the love and share it with your friends. And remember, when you're in control of your money, you're in control of your life.